coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. We're live. So, Pitmaster and the Dog, happy happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. By the time we post this, it'll be Thanksgiving. It'll be Thanksgiving somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So thank, have, have a great one, you guys. I hope hope you're a lot to... We all have a lot to be thankful for, but sure wish things were a little different right about now. But I'm still thankful for the good things, but there sure are a lot of shitty things right about now. But with that said, let's let's move on with a like with a smile on our face. <laughs> yeah, well, you're down today. Is this a normal week for you? Thanksgiving week is a pit normal. You guys are partially closed. Yeah, it's a lot slower than I thought it'd be, but um, we are open tomorrow, uh, Thanksgiving morning. We have a ten o'clock class, and then we're closed the rest of the day. And I've come to that in years past. That's popular. Everyone wants to work out before they overeat. We, we've had close to 50 people show up for that one class. Work out and then overeat. That's the Heather's, American way. Heather is purposely not putting it on the emails or any of the uh, advertising just because it, it's, it's so crowded. It's got, it's got too crowded. Yeah, you don't need that this year. No. All right. So what's, what, what else is going on? What do we got? We got. You know, let's talk about the LFA first. Didn't we talk about that? I don't think so. Wasn't that just Friday? Glover's training partner had a fight. Yeah. That was just this last Friday. Okay, so LFA, Glover's training partner, and um, and new student, actually. He's one of the new pit guys that's on his team. Uh, Alex Pereira um, had a fight. His third or fourth MMA fight, but it's kind of his, his, his arrival. He's here now. Well, he was good. He was off for a couple of few years, yeah. right? From MMA back to yeah. doing what he does, which is double weight class champion in glory. And he made it huge in the glory. So now him coming into MMA is, and, and the fact that he beat uh, Israel Asancha, um, is two, even, two times, twice. He beat him twice. Knocked him out once. So now it's even a bigger deal, like, for him to come back to MMA, you know. So he's he's come. He's, he, he made a fucking statement, man. Yeah, round one. Round, round one. Threw a roundhouse kick, landed, uh, and just, just starched his opponent um, with a left hook that put him to sleep. It wasn't even a knockout. It was a coma. Yeah, so he face planted, which is never good. So this is Thomas Powell, um, which I don't know. I think he was four and four or four and three in I MMA. Hope I hope he's okay. But he, I, I read that he was unconscious for five minutes. It was at least five minutes. Yeah. So yeah, at least five minutes, which is really. Minutes. We were timing it. My wife and I. We were. We love to see Alex win because obviously we're related now, um, and I got to know him. You know. But we were so worried about his opponent being okay because even when he woke up, he did not know where he was, and he was—he—that's what you call 
I mean, that's that's that goes beyond a knockout. That that was a that was a coma. That was a freaking coma. Yeah. So I don't out. know what the policy is in MMA when someone's knocked out that severely um, versus uh, stoppage or something else. Because the medical suspensions, you know, you break your hand, they're like, oh, you're off six months unless you get cleared. I don't know what they do uh, with the commission. Where do you know where that fight was? Missouri, Missouri. So I don't, I don't know what the commission does with that, with the time off, no contact, and what kind of restrictions he gets. What I would do if that was my fighter, I would encourage him to retire with that one knockout, just for that knockout. Or, and if he didn't want to retire, and that was his life, three months, he's not gonna, he's not gonna get hit in the head for at least three months. Not at least three months. He will not get hit in the head. I don't know. Do you, you look at something like that and you say, I don't, maybe we need another regulation. Like what? You can't hit that hard. Like, <laughs> that's terrible, man. That was a terrible knock. That's a classic left so hook knockout. But you were talking to us about how hard this guy, this hits. guy hits, hits. But if you're going to put people to sleep like that, I don't know. It's not, I don't know how safe that is. Just the fact. The new, new in rule. The, when the begin, when the, in the beginning of that fight, when he was just landing little body shots, that didn't even look that hard. You could tell they were hurting his opponent. Is the, the the announcers were like, "Holy shit, this guy's like hurting him with a little hook to the body." It wasn't even a liver shot, but everything that he touches you with hurts. Whether it's a kick, I've been kicked by him. I've been punched by him uh, with a pad on. Thank God, I had a shield on. Um, it, it's it, there, it's a different level of 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 power it's just it's a whole it's a different level the way he knocks people out it's a different level yeah that's very impressive scary scary but impressive yeah. uh win so i don't know what's did he sign like a multi-fight deal with lfa or we'll see him in the lfa yeah, a couple more fights we'll probably see him a couple more it's i mean to be honest like uh if the ufc really wants him um and they gave him a killer uh killer deal um, he'd be able to, I'm sure he'd be able to get there. Uh, LFA is very, they're very, you know, fighter friendly. They look out for the fighters. And if they know that it's going to, you know, behoove them or make them, give them a great deal, that he'd cut them loose. I, I'd be willing to bet that. So, so anyway, um, he is with LFA and he'll probably be there a little while longer. Um, but um, we're going to see him in the UFC. I, yeah. I, he's, I, he's someone to watch it. He's on, I think he's on people's radar at this he's point. On everybody's radar for, for just because of who he has beat. He's definitely on the radar to see him fight, you know, at the top level. So it's probably good for him though to get some more fights under his belt. I don't know if he was undefeated in MMA before. I think he was like two and one or something. Yeah. So but, for him to to, but then know. he but then he went back and just did kickboxing. He turned a he turned a corner. I mean he's he's a different level now than he was when he was fighting MMA before. And don't forget this guy has great takedown defense, and he has great. Uh, I'm not gonna say great jujitsu, but he has really. Uh, really effective escapes from the bottom. It's going to be really hard to take him down and really hard to hold him down, but it's not really hard for him to knock them out quickly. So they're going to be, it's always going to be a sense of urgency 
for all his opponents. They're going to have to try to get him down as quickly as they can without getting hit. So, and once they do, if he gets back up, oh shit, they got to go back and try to do it again. Because once he touches your chin, you're you're asleep. You are going to sleep. So, just the fact that his opponents know that. It's gonna it's gonna give them a sense of urgency, which will take away from their game plans. You know what I mean? It'll, it, it's gonna take away from their game plan because their whole game plan is take him down and hold him down. So it's, it's and as soon as he you try to take him down, and he he you know his takedown defense works. Now you're like oh shit. So it's, he's gonna be a really hard. Hard opponent, kind of like, kind of like Chuck was, kind of like Chuck was. Chuck was like that in a big way too. You know, you got to try to take him down, try to take him down, but then all he has to do is touch your chin and you're going to sleep. So, anyway, well, so how long has Glover been training with Alex Pereira? Do you know? It's been years. No, I say, I say, uh, I'll say like maybe a year. I don't know. You just look at that and you wonder, you know, you see him getting so much better. And then you see Glover too doing so well. Uh, the two of them training together has produced some pretty amazing results. It's a great, it's a great team. Glover has a great team. People, his team doesn't realize how lucky and how good they got it. Um, and his gym, people that train his gym, they don't realize the kind of skill and, 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 um, the kind of skill and, and ability that they have right now teaching them as martial artists, number one, and as his fight team even more. It's, it's, it's crazy what, what Danbury, Connecticut has right now in their backyard. So, so anyway, so the UFC uh, had a, another pay-per-view fight Saturday. Did you see some of these fights? Yeah, we went down. My, my beautiful wife took me to Santa Monica. For uh, my birthday, um, and it's my birthday on Friday or Saturday or something like that. I think it was Friday, right? No, it was the twenty first, so it was Friday, I think. But anyway, she took me down there, so we watched the fights at my favorite pub in Santa Monica, which is called Jameson's Pub, um, and it's right there on Main Street. Um, and and the fights were outside because. Can't be inside. Don't unless, they have a new no outdoor dining policy? Well, yet? they didn't that day. It um, wasn't in effect yet. No, I, no. This you, you got to realize. The L.A. County is really locked down. There's a no outdoor if, dining unless you're the governor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but L.A. County, like uh, they've gone against what every other county's done with the same data, and they're they're uh, not allowing outdoor dining anymore, which is really incredible for the county. I mean, I can't imagine the struggling restaurants. That were just starting to get going. Well, you know, you know, it kind of made sense to me because they're closing everything. They don't, they don't care. Governor's not. Nobody, nobody, and the politicians aren't. But they're they're just shutting down these businesses, and it's weird because right at the same time, I'm seeing more and more tents on the beach and on the streets of L.A. There's more and more tents. Go figure. The more businesses are getting shut down. The more people are living in tents, go go figure that. That's crazy. There were so many tents. In, yeah, it's in, really sad. It's 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 and I like, 
I asked a couple of people, um, 10, 10 people, like, what are you paying for rent? I mean, how do you, oh, you don't pay anything. And, and they don't have to pay, they, they have tents. Like, basically they have oceanfront property that they're living in for free. And get this, less than 100 yards from that, people are paying like, you know, between three and, and $10 million, million dollars for a home. They're paying $10 million even upstream, right, from the beach. And then closer to the beach or right on the beach, they're getting free, free lodging right there, oceanfront. And right there, they're paying $5 million. Go figure. It's, it's crazy. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, the 10 cities... There was one tent city that looked like a favela in, in Brazil. It looked like a ghetto. And there was like tents on top of tents. And then it said something like uh, black, black, uh, basically black, black home, black, black houses. It's a black housing project. It said, I forget what it said. I have a video of it, but it was like, and they live there. And it's like right on the, on the sand, right on the sand. It was like, it was, it was it's crazy. I just I was like, we're in LA, not only LA Kitty County, we're in LA City. We're in LA City and they're doing that. It's like, wow, it's crazy. Well, I'll tell you this. We went hiking today with my daughter and her boyfriend who he has family in Cuba. He spent time in Cuba and we were driving through this little town south of here. And he, he's looking out the window. He goes, "This is worse than Cuba." That's what he said to me. He was like, "Wow!" So, where was it? It was in Guadalupe, which is a town ah. that's basically half shut down now. So it's like abandoned town or half abandoned. It's just farming there now. Um, but anyway, uh, I was kind of surprised. He went to Santa Monica this year. Just I, I had heard everything was shut down. The promenade was shut down. And it was, it was packed. Was it was, promenade was packed. I, I thought. Was, it'd be, but with that said, it was packed. But probably, probably a third to a, a, a to forty percent of all the of all the stores were closed down and boarded up. Was it packed? People walking around? Just packed with people. Was, really? I didn't expect that. I was, well, with the new orders in LA County, I don't know when. Maybe they go into effect this week. Um, it went. It went into effect last week. There was a there was a um, a curfew, so we were supposed to be off the street by ten. Um, and then the curfew start the the new rule starting Wednesday, which is today. Oh, this week, yeah. So it starts today. No restaurants at all anymore. You just can't even fucking have a restaurant. You might as well if you own a restaurant, you might as well just shut it down. Unless you have mommy and daddy money or a trust fund, and you own a restaurant and that supports you, you're done. You're done. While while our ma- while our governor is lying. Dining, whining and dining, living in his mansion. All his businesses are going great. If you're a small business owner in California, goodbye. If you're a restaurant owner in L.A., goodbye. Yeah, I don't know how the restaurants in L.A. are going to survive. They're not good. I was asked what brought this up, though, was I was going to ask you if you watched the early prelims. The fight of the night was the early prelim first fight. In the early prelims was the fight of the night. Did you see that fight? No. You'll have to go back and watch it. Who was that? It was that? a great fight. It was, uh, I don't know how you say his name, Kosi and Klatnikov. 
Okay. But go back and watch it. It's in the early, early prelims. Very first fight of the night. Very first thing they got going, and it was a great back and forth fight. Looks um, like it. Yeah, and then it was ended up being a TKO to punches, like at the in midway through round three. Anyway, if anyone didn't watch that, that's a free fight on the early prelims. That was fight of the night. Um, I just went back and watched it because I saw the results later, and huh. everyone was talking about that fight. Okay, so that one was out. worth seeing. And there was another fight, I think, on the prelim card where. Who got the bonuses? I think it was uh, um, Valentina's sister, Antonina Shevchenko. Did you see her fight? No. She got a bonus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she won that fight. That was another good fight. All the bonuses were – I think maybe Joaquin Buckley got the other bonus. Which he Is that the guy that did the crazy He's the guy kick? that did the crazy spinning back kick to the face when his one leg was being held. Yeah. How that was like fight? six weeks ago. And they knocked out this guy too. Yeah, they knocked out this guy. He was definitely – he was should have won at the end of round one, but the guy got saved by the bell, and he knocked him out in round two. I think, yeah, 18 seconds into round two. Um, but I think all the all the uh, fight, all the bonuses went to uh, prelim action oh, yeah. and pre-prelim action. Did you watch the main card? Yeah, I watched the main card. You did? Yeah, the main card was uh, uh, it was okay. It wasn't great. I thought I thought uh, the Cavillo fight was good. Um, was it the first? Oh, one? it was a pretty dominant oh. performance. This is the blonde fighter. Uh, yeah, fought Cynthia. Cavillo. Yeah, the taller one, and then. Shogun fought Paul Craig, which was uh, not really a good fight. I mean, I think I think Shogun he could he has a few more fights in him if he wants to stay in prelims and stuff. I don't think I definitely don't think uh, he should be in a a main uh, you know a main card of the uh, especially a pay per view main card. I just I just don't think he is. I, He's just not there anymore. I don't think. I don't think he wants to be. I mean, he tapped to strikes, so um, yeah, I don't think he should be there. But then, um, uh, Catalina, Kelly, uh, is it Catalina? It's Caitlin. Caitlin against Cynthia. I thought that one could have gone either way, but I definitely wouldn't have argued with with either way. Um, a lot of people. Uh, or ragging on Mark, Mike Perry. Mike Perry, I understand him not wake, making the weight. But the fight itself was... was. How far was he overweight? I didn't see what he weighed, but I heard he was considerably yeah, overweight. Yeah, he was close to five pounds. Yeah, and he was also... Tim Means in his post-fight interview said uh, Mike Perry was like texting him pictures of himself eating cheeseburgers and stuff before the fight. <laughs> like he didn't even try to make weight, which is an interesting tactic, I suppose. Um, but Tim Means said he was fine with it because he got 30% of his money. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my and God. And Tim Means won that fight. Yeah, he did. He, he won. I mean, that one was another close fight. I mean, it, it was a back and forth. I don't, I don't see it as fight of the night just because it wasn't that action packed, but it was definitely a back and forth fight. Then the next one was Valentina Shenchenko. They, they fight in the same weight class as sisters, right? Antonina and Valentina. I think they're both 125. Really? Yeah, they're both flyweights. Okay. They fight in the same weight class in the UFC. That's for yeah. sisters. And they both had wins that night. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. That would be cool. It would be, it'd be a bitch. It would be a long it'd be a long plane ride home if they both lost. That's for damn sure. But, yeah, I'm glad they both won. And uh, Valentina, man, she's just fucking badass. But um, what made her such a badass in this fight, I think, 
against uh, uh, Jennifer Maya, who's a super badass. And everyone thinks Maya, so they're going to think uh, right to the ground in the submission. But Maya was getting the best of the stand-up. And, and Valentina was having the success with the takedowns in the ground. So which was kind of weird because most people would have thought differently because they think of Valentina as a striker. And they think of the name Maya because of Damian Maya, uh, that it's going to be all grappling. But I think if it stayed, if it was a kickboxing match, I think Jennifer would win that. But it wasn't. It was an MMA match. So Valentina got some beautiful takedowns, kept her on the ground, did some really good work, uh, you know, attempted submissions and some ground pound. But it was definitely a good win for her. But like I said, it, it made, it showed, to me, the best thing it showed was this is MMA and she's, she's a martial artist, not a partial artist. So she, Valentina, who usually wins by her striking, has some beautiful takedowns and won that way. Yeah, she's defended. She's a champion, right? I think she's defended her yeah. belt a couple times. Yeah. So that was good. Good fight. And not a great fight, but a good fight. Yeah, it, like I said, all the bonuses were not on this main card, every one yeah. of them. And then uh, Davison Figueredo, he's Brazilian, right? Yeah. And Alex Perez. So yeah, he's a what? These are flyweights too, and this is uh, he's an exciting flyweight. He's just, like as far as flyweights go, he's brutal. He's an exciting flyweight. He's, he's huge. I mean, for yeah. flyweight, he just looks so the strong. The way he manhandled and knocked out Benavides, was he just brutal. looks so strong. I saw something online with him cutting hair or doing something like just a few years ago before he got oh, into yeah? fighting. Yeah, maybe he was doing that as a side job and worked in a deli or something, and then five years later, he's the champion of the UFC. Yeah, it was, it was impressive. Um, the funny part about that was they were dragging it on, and usually the, the pay-per-view is done at 10 o'clock Pacific time, and that's when the curfew started. So we're watching the fight at the restaurant or at the bar, and it's almost 10 o'clock, and they're, like, yapping, and, the you know, the commentators, and they're talking about stuff, and I was like, come on, I want to watch the last fight, man. Because the, the bar people said, you know, hey, we got to, we're shutting down by 10. You guys got to go. And there was a, like a cop car parked right on the side of the street looking at us. And I was like, oh, shit, come on, man. And they took their time. Finally, they announced the main event. And now it's like fucking, it's like 10 o'clock. And I was like, this could potentially go on until 1030. It's a five round fight. So I was like, oh, shit. I'm not going to get to watch the whole fight. So the bar guy goes, okay, we're going to hold. We're going to wait. We're going to, I'm going to give you 10 minutes. I'll give you 10 minutes. They're like, oh shit, that's nice, man. So fight ended in a minute and a half or two minutes into the first round. I was like, I was more, I was happier that it ended. So I didn't have to leave and I didn't get to see the end. than I was at the result. Because of the result. <laughs> just happy it was That's over. That's how shallow I am. But at flyweight, it's surprising. Some of those yeah. fights go the distance. But uh, not with uh, Figueredo, man. Yeah, he finishes fights. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's brilliant. And it's funny because the cop that was watching was a fight fan. And um, they were watching because they were checking out the fight. <laughs> so when I was leaving, I was like, I was like, I was, hey, thanks for everything. Everything. And the guy got out of the car. We started talking. He was a huge fight fan. And. So it's kind of funny, but 
Funny, but not funny. But if he wasn't such a nice guy, I could have got him fucking arrested because we got people out somewhere in our political system that are saying, yeah, coronavirus is dangerous at 1001, so you better be home by 10. So you were safe, though? But I was. You rolled the dice and. I took a chance, man. Walking home, you know, up Main Street in Santa Monica at. uh, It was 10, 10, 15 before I got home, and I was still. I still live to see another day imagine that amazing amazing anyway so we got that what we got what what else we got new new coming up i think the only fight he's on the car oh anthony smith's fighting again already wow he's fighting it this weekend against uh devin clark who's 12 and 4 uh-huh and then Curtis Blades is fighting Derek Lewis. Oh, God. So that's sort of tuning in for that. That is worth it right there. That's the main event, obviously. Man. But, but co-main is Anthony Smith's fighting, so good luck to him. Yeah. For like sure. Him. And then you know who else is fighting this weekend? Oh. Mike Tyson. And there's a rule that they can't knock each other. What is it? What's the rule? Did you hear about a rule? There's rules to this fight. I can't. How do you try to not knock somebody out? What do you? How do you fight? How does that fight look? <laughs> you would, you would, not you would, you. It's it's it's, it's okay. What's your? This opinion? is what it's tell like. us. Tell us. This is a this is the most important thing. Okay. What's going to happen? Okay, what, let me tell you. Let happen? me tell you. First of all, two old guys fighting. Yeah, right? you've told us. Okay, it's like watching <laughs> two old ladies strip. Okay, you just don't care. You don't want to watch them. Okay, now you can't knock each other out. It's like watching two old, ugly, obese ladies stripping. It's that much worse. Because now you're watching two old guys but, fight. Yeah, what, what fighter's going to get in the ring and go, yeah, okay, I'm not going to hit. It's like sparring them. Are they Depends sparring? What what, yeah, I would do it for money. I'd say, okay, I'll spar for, I don't even know what they're making, but I heard, I didn't see numbers, but I heard this pay-per-view Pre pre sale is pretty good. It's like one of the highest ever. How's that possible? Because it's, it's Mike Tyson, and people don't remember his last sad fight when he looked terrible. So. No, I mean, it's not even that. It's like it's Mike Tyson at this age. I mean, people want to see. People want to see Mike Tyson. People want to see Marilyn Monroe. They, they're in, it's twenty twenty, John. The world's falling apart. They just want to see Mike Tyson fight. That's, that's what it is. It's what it's got to well, be. They want to watch Roy Jones too. Yeah. They do, but then they, yeah. It's Tyson that's, it's Tyson that's reinvented himself and become a, a celebrity again. Right. And, he's and, in the public eye. He's, and, and he's relevant Jones, beyond boxing. Yeah. People want to see Roy Jones fight. isn't really. Roy Jones was a great fighter. Probably one of the top 10 fighters of all time. Definitely one of the top five of our era. Um, but... He hasn't kept up. I mean, he's he. I'm sure he made a shit ton of money, and he's gone off into the, you know, the the retirement zone, and he's retired. I mean, he he's you know he's on a show once in a while, like a a fight thing where he's broadcasting a little or something. But Mike Tyson's come out. He has like a a Vegas show. He's had an HBO special. I mean, Mike yeah, Tyson. Yeah, didn't he tour around and yeah. did it? Yeah, yeah. So he's reinvented himself, reinvented himself, and he's, 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 you know, he's relevant, you know. So this should be interesting. First of all, Mike Tyson was a heavyweight. He fought at heavyweight. Roy Jones fought at middleweight. It's like, that's just right there. Why would you even want to watch that? 
It's like, it's honestly like watching a football player play a basketball player. Well, actually, the other people fighting on this card are a YouTuber, a formal, former basketball player, and then some active pro boxers. So this is, it's a staple center. This is in LA. I don't know how. They got to get done before it? they got to get done before 10 p.m. Who's promoting they it? Get done. I don't know. But uh it's an eight-round exhibition match. Um hard sparring is what it's been described as with a referee. And headgear. Yeah, what do we got? Uh Mike's the favorite at minus two thirty. But there's nobody Are wearing headgear. Are they wearing headgear? Didn't Sorry. say. But I thought there's no win or lose. There's no judge. The people you're betting on it, it's definitely you can bet on this fight. So how are you gonna bet on it? Yeah, what are you betting on? <laughs> I don't have any idea. This is dumb as shit. This is dumb as shit. It's like watching two fat, obese old ladies stripping. You just don't want to see it. Well, people are willing to. This is like the highest pre-sale pay-per-view ever. Wow, what are the numbers? This show? So you're, clearly, your analogy is there's something missing from your analogy. I don't know what the numbers are. Anyway, we'll watch the highlights. I could be wrong. This <laughs> you like, could be wrong. I'm not wrong very often, but when I am, I am. I think it's going to be a lot of people that are really disappointed with they just spent yeah. Their money so I'm on. not wrong, but I'm wrong. I think it's going to go down as being in line with everything else this year. <laughs> Looking what back at this fight, year, man. What a year. Yeah, I think this fight is going to cap off this what year. What a year. And we're going to look at it and go, of course, that's what, what happened. We got people like our, our governor just fucking living it up and laughing. He's laughing at us because he's giving us stupid rules he's not doing. He's laughing at us right now. I just, I'm sad for the businesses. I don't know what, and the people that work at those businesses. It's crazy. At those restaurants. I, I am too. I'm, I'm, well, vaccine is rolling out. I got news from our hospital that the vaccine is rolling out in December for first responders and at-risk So that people. means they won't get the common cold and they and <clears throat> not even know they have it. Ooh, it's a vaccine. Wow, I need that. <laughs> what's the, what's the death rate? It's like the death rate is ninety nine point seven, right? Oh no, that's the that's the recovery rate. I thought that was. Wait a second, we're getting a vaccine for. They, we are vaccines on the way, just like, and that's going to work just as well as the the flu vaccine, probably. Uh, it's supposed to be a lot more effective. Flu really? vaccine is not very effective. Oh, I mean, that's it's weird. effective enough because there's so many strains of the flu. Right. It's effective enough to tamp it down, so you don't have as big of an outbreak every year of the flu. But it's uh, supposedly much more effective until the virus mutates. Right, and so it right doesn't ever. It seemed like it would, right? Yeah, but there were other outbreaks like SARS, the the first SARS that I guess didn't. It just went away. I mean, that's not around anymore. No, it's SARS, the first one. Well, now it's here as SARS CoV two. So, so it's re yeah. But it did, kind of like it stayed away for a, a long different time. strain, right? Maybe I don't know whether it becomes seasonal or not. We'll we'll wait and we'll find see. out. We'll find but, out. And by the time we find out, there'll be no more stores. No more restaurants, no more businesses. Yeah, I don't I don't know where the data is on getting rid of outdoor dining. You know what the ridiculous thing is though, is the it's just all about rules and how you adapt to the rules and find a way. Cause it's finally getting cold here. So you have these restaurants. We're in California, like we've enjoyed uh, oh, you want us to eat outside? Fine, I'll eat outside. It's beautiful. I'd rather eat outside. But now it's getting cold. And so now all the restaurants have outdoor tents. They look like medical tents. 
In fact, they look like the tents. They're probably the same tents they were using to test for coronavirus a few months ago. They look like the same thing, those white outdoor tents with walls and <laughs> all enclosed. And that's, but you're eating outside in a parking lot. Inside, outside. It's inside, outside. You're but eating inside, it's outside. It's all about outside. rules and I'm a, you know, I'm abiding by the rules. That, that, that are the people making the rules don't have to abide by. That's how important they are. That's how much they really believe. Shutting down outdoor dining, I don't think, has is is based in any science that I know. There's of. no science. Or a curfew. The curfew is another one. I think they, they determine a lot of that stuff happens in bars or something when people stop social distancing. I'm guessing that's the reason. For, but weren't you out at a bar outside watching the fight? And you gotta leave by 10 p.m.? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. The, let me just say, okay, this might be a little off key. Coming from you, um, I'm ready. What? These people that are insist on wearing the masks, these these people, both male and female, they insist on wearing the mask because they're, they're they have to wear, it and they know it's going to stop them from catching this, you know, cold, and they won't have to sneeze three times, so they're gonna they're safe. But these are the same people that they're going to meet someone they like in a bar. They're going to be humping in their car ten minutes later and not worry about anything. And they were going to have their mask on or no? This, this, <laughs> what? It it's a respiratory the, disease. It's right, respiratory. Right. So that is sexually transmitted. No, disease, but the, what I'm, so they're not worried about anything else. That's what I'm saying. All they're worried about is this one COVID. They never worried about the flu. I don't know why. They never cared. But And they don't care about what they can get during the other stuff that they could be doing. But they're only worried about this one thing. <laughs> I'm slow today. I'm a little slow today. Dude, we went and did that hike today. I'm just on my bride. Which I'm one? Sunburned. That was like 10 miles down to Point Sal. It was fun. But uh, I'm a little burnt out. All right. So Tyson right. fight. I know you'll be tuning in. You'll be buying the pay-per-view. So I'll come watch it at your house. Okay. And then... Uh, I will be watching. And we'll talk about it next time. I will be. What's it's the it event on? of the it's the event of the year. We gotta watch it. What's it even I have on? No idea. We'll find out. We'll talk sure, about I'm it. I'm sure you can pay for it. All right, guys. All right, till next time, John. Peace.